Richie. Hi, Sin. Hi, everyone. And welcome to episode 217 of the Snack Covenant. Oh, I thought this was a patron-only one. If I heard any other people were listening, I would have like, gotten dressed up. <laughs> Thank you, Richie. And today we're going to talk about New Year resolutions. Didn't we do this last year? I don't remember. I think we did, but I've forgotten what resolutions we made. I mean, I'm absolutely certain we didn't keep to any of them. hasn't been the best of years. No, no, it hasn't. As we leave it behind and hope for a better year, I thought we should try to leave our own negativity behind and try to be our better selves for next year. I'm just on edge now because I don't know where this is going. I can sense that you're on edge over the microphone and it's making me so awkward. When you're like, we should leave our negativity behind and be our best selves. It's like, oh God, what's happening? <laughs> no, like- no, it's like, and so I've booked us for like <laughs> this, this like six part course in positivity. It's my Christmas present to you and we have to attend it. And after every episode, we'll podcast about it. <laughs> So, Richie. Yes. I'm going to share something with everyone. It's a little personal. Okay. But it's, you know, it's me. Um, yeah. So, in my life, as you already know, because we talked about these things um, off air, I've had some good moments and some bad ones. Mm-hmm. I've done some questionable things in my life. Mm-hmm. Never assaulted or murdered anyone. Nothing like that. But in terms of friendships and relationships... Like, I wasn't always, you know, the best I could have been. And, you know, I ended up hurting people, ended up being hurt. And it just, like, it took a long time for me to just, like, learn socially how to recognize, like, red flags, toxicity in myself and in others. Yeah. And for me, like, getting rid of toxicity was hard because it meant sort of, like, cutting off people that I normally wouldn't have, you know? Yeah, yeah. But also another thing that took a while is realizing that, you know, sometimes I'm the problem. Yeah. And, like, sometimes I need to change, I need to apologize, I need to make amends and stuff like that. Yeah. You're doing a really bad impression of my family right now. Oh, no! (laughs) I never say anything like this. Oh, that sucks. That's, uh, That's sad. But, um, yeah. Yeah? I mean, and i kind of been thinking about it because 2020 has been a really messed up year. Yeah. And something that came to me is that, like, if you and I were in different stages of our lives. Yeah. Before, like, we met, you and I did do a lot of, like, growth, you know? Yeah, yeah. We actually both have a background in being community managers. Yeah. Yeah. And then we both said we're never fucking doing this again. And now we have a Discord with like 800 people in it. Yeah. 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 Hi. <laughs> Thank you, Richie. And everyone, love you. <laughs> Thank you, Richie. 
Yeah, there's that. There's also like stuff IRL that's uh, think helped us grow and uh, learn about ourselves. Yeah. Yeah, what I was thinking is that if we'd met at a time before, well, at least for me before, like, I realized that, like, okay, Sid, you got to not do this, yeah. you got to not do that. You got to think yeah. about, like, why do you feel this way? Is this yeah. feeling coming from a place of positivity or are you being, you know, a little bitter? Are you being a little jealous? Well, mm-hmm. what's happening? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I feel like if we met earlier in our lives, we may have lacked certain communication tools and this may not have worked out. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. All that to say, um, you know, being a human on planet Earth is not always easy, Mm -hmm. but we can try to improve. Yeah. And I think that should be like our snack covenant resolution to like leave 2020 behind, leave our worst selves behind. Yeah. And um, this way we can all, as a cult, be better individuals. Yeah, it's true. Hmm. Richie, do you have any resolutions for yourself or the Snack Covenant? What, so I, I have the power to make a resolution for the entire, like, subscriber base? Yeah, yeah, like this was a resolution for everyone. So now it's your turn. Well, like... I think even um, when we did meet for the first time, we we may have also been like lacking certain things, and we we evolved them. We grew as we worked together. That's true. That's true. Yeah, this happened a lot, but basically everything that has gone down well is something that. If I had been the one with the final say, I would have said, we're not doing that. And what you did is you, I mean, a lot of the time you were actively deceptive about it, but (laughs) you just sort of like made certain things happen, whether I wanted them to or not. And that was like really important because it showed me that like, oh, actually when we just talk about things and we're just ourselves. People respond well to it Mm -hmm. because I was coming off feeling like, like we've talked about this a bit before, but the reason my old channel, the content's very different is that I'm detached through a lot of it. Mm -hmm. Like I, the content is like, it's a detached way of looking at things from someone who is in a seriously detached, like mental state. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I've talked about how the reason I didn't go back is because it just feels like I don't actually want to revisit that point in time. What I think has happened here is I've realized that like I don't actually need to be detached because it was sort of a defense mechanism for a long time. I didn't want to be open with people and part of that is also just like i knew the people who were watching it because i was like it was like sort of the like law bro reddit community so i just instinctively said like i'm not doing this i'm not talking about this i'm not talking about this i'm not talking about this i just need to step away and just like be as dry as i can and um it's not like that anymore and i can't really do that anymore so yeah Well, thank you for sharing that, Richie. 
you actually did too something that was good for me as well. Because I have a tendency to, I think, um, you have to pull me back. Like, I'm like, <laughs> already out there. Like, yeah. And that's what you've been doing too. And that helped me a lot as well. Because like, together with my... I'm already there, like I'm already on Mars, and you're like, "How about we meet on the moon?" <laughs> um, <laughs> we came up with a lot of interesting things, I think. Yeah, yeah. Is there a punchline to this, or is it sincere? It's why not? It's because I'm not expecting you to be like, and that's what led me to create our new character, and it's like <laughs> you're, you've roped your dad into it or something. <laughs> And he's like Slav Bruitus now, and I don't know. Security. <laughs> so, what is your resolution in like a nutshell, if you had to sum it up? So, basically, like this year, I kind of got my life together mm-hmm. in a big way, which is not immediately apparent if you've seen me stream because I look like a mad person, but. Basically, like, throughout the entirety of this podcast, I have not had any form of stable employment. I've just been, like, on very short sessional contracts teaching niche things. Mm-hmm. And um, what I did this year is that I completed a certification that's basically, like, you can you can also, like, design learning material and you can grade it, mm-hmm. which I wasn't really able to do before. And so having done that, I've now been brought on to, like, pretty much immediately after getting it, I got brought on to design a bunch of, like, kind of online social media material for Hmm. one of the places here. So I've basically gone from, like, I was not not only not employed, but not employable, because Mm -hmm. the thing about being in, like, Uh, being a doctor in an academic field is like, you're like hyper, hyper specialized. So if there's no openings in that specific field, it's not like you can just go and be a doctor in a different field. For those who may not have listened to all of the episodes, do you want to let people know what you specialize in? I am a social scientist who specializes in uh, gender and masculinity studies. Cool. Cool. Yeah. So the problem is, like, if you do that, then you can't just be like, oh, we don't have any room there, but we do have an opening in the physics department or something like that. So it's like, if that's not there, it's not there. And um, one of the things that happened this year as a result of COVID is that um, this is going to be like, it'll be different in different countries, obviously, but like in Australia, a lot of university students are from overseas they're not australian um Hmm. so we're like a lot of the the students that were coming to like pay tuition fees and everything they were from asia and the middle east and obviously you can't do that anymore because of covid so the universities went into fucking free fall because they lost their income And a whole lot of people, particularly in, like, departments that I was attached to, ended up, like, they got, they lost their jobs. Sessional work just basically disappeared. You couldn't get any because, 
like unless you were like actually on staff they weren't interested it was a real fucking mess and um it ended with our like really really awful government um I mean, they've always been fairly awful, but this is an especially awful one. Deciding that they would uh, try to fix things by just ramping up the costs of like what they considered to be inessential education. So basically, anything that's not um, like engineering is like now they've ramped up the cost to the point where it's almost inaccessible, and. As a result of that, like, if I were still trying to get the work I was trying to get when we started this, like, I would be in an even bigger pile of shit than I am now because it just wouldn't work. It wouldn't be available. So, yeah, having sort of, like, moved slightly to the side into, like, a design area has really helped. Being certified and doing other things is making me a little more attractive than, like, I would have been if I had just shown up without that, so. Shut up. You were always attractive. How do you? No, I, I was not, because uh, the other thing that happened this year is I lost 60 pounds. No, you were always super cute, Richie. Uh, I look like there's that. We've never shown it on stream. But there's that horrifying, like, old ID card I have where I look like, I look like a baby with a fake beard. It's like, and that's still legally admissible as photo ID, even though it literally looks absolutely nothing like me. Oh, but good. Congrats, Richie. Congratulations. Mm. Thank you. This year, I edited about 7,000 podcasts. I edited uh, three, and the the fourth one's coming along. Yay! Yeah. I have an editing degree. <laughs> it's true, you do. Yeah. This is the thing, you know, with me uh, being over there, and you got to be, like, pulling me back a little. Because yeah. yeah. you're always like, uh, take a break, rest a little. Yeah. We don't have to have ten podcasts out today. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, so that's cool. But I did take like a two week editing break, which is like the longest I've ever taken in the past three years. Yeah, for you that's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Also, like a lot of the editing you did, you you developed like an editing routine because you had to commute for a really long time to get to work. It's true, yeah. I would yeah. edit on the bus. Yeah, so then when COVID happened, you basically just kept the same routine, but you did it from home. Yeah, yeah so it was a little more efficient. Yeah. And also, this is when we came up with What, Where, Why, which were a lot smaller. Well, you came up with What, Where, Why. It's a team effort. No, you came up with What, Where, Why, and I said, I don't know. And then you can actually hear me go, what? No! Like, throughout the first ones. And then you, I eventually am like, no, this is good. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is, no, this is the thing. Because, like, if it had just been me, I would have I would have said, like, I don't think this is a good idea. Oh. And it ended up being really popular. Yeah, because they're shorter. They're, like, so much easier to edit. They're shorter, but they're still, like, 20 minutes long. Yeah, that's short. Yeah, that's I know. Yeah. Short snack covenant time, yeah. Yeah, miraculously, um, I still kept my job. Yeah. And, yeah, it's thanks to my boss. She's, like, amazing. She's a researcher, 
And yeah. um, in my job, I have to go face to face with people to administer cognitive tests, yeah. which was no longer possible because yeah. it's COVID. So that's literally the main project we were hired to do is literally like dead for for at least a year or two or yeah. three or yeah. forever. Yeah. Because she's like, she's a professor. She's a researcher. Like she'd be fine. She teaches. She has all these like things that she does. But uh, we really appreciate it. She was like, I feel like I have responsibility to everyone here, to my students, to my employees. We're going to make it through. I'm going to find other projects. And she did manage to like keep the lab going through the COVID year, which was really amazing. Yeah. Like that. that's yeah. something that happens a lot if you have to deal with like education or some kind of service during like a terrible situation or one that's engineered specifically to destroy it Mm -hmm. because generally like if you work in if you work in education or you like run a library or a hospital or something then on some level you are driven by a desire to actually help people and to do a good job. So if you're suddenly faced with like funding cuts or some sort of disaster, you're going to put effort into like moving things around and restructuring things so you can keep doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is like other places aren't necessarily like that. And there's a belief that sort of everywhere must operate like that. So You'll have people try to, like, I have a friend who works in a library, and, like, the government have been trying to kill libraries because they see them as, oh, like, no. this, is a, this is a waste of money because it's just, it's just, why don't they just go on the internet? And, mm-hmm. um, and really, like, the whole time it has been, like, we've lost more money. How do we keep the library running on, like, a skeleton, like, funding situation? Like, how do we keep it going? So it hasn't fallen apart because the obvious. Like there's there's a a very like it's just like a standard sort of like playbook that people have been operating by for since like the early eighties, late seventies, which is just like to chip away at the funding of something until it stops working and then say, Well, we have to just do away with it because it's mm-hmm. inefficient, even though they created the situation that made it inefficient. That sucks. And knowing a lot of people who work in those areas, like you have to try really, really hard. Like it, it literally will only stop working when it physically cannot go on. Because they the people doing the damage believe that if they just sort of like that basically it's all operating like a I don't know, a fucking building society or something, and once it stops being profitable, people will give up, and that's not necessarily what happens. Anyway. Thank you, Ritty. You're very smart. No, I'm just annoyed. <laughs> That's another reason why um, we're good for each other. Because you're super, super smart. And learning. Okay, my friend was over t- tonight. Okay. And he doesn't know anything about the podcast other than that it exists. Uh-huh. And he watched a little bit of one of the AMAs because he wanted to know like what you looked and sounded like. Uh-huh. And he just sort of watched her a bit in silence and then said, so is she, like, smart? <laughs> no, like, he never. was trying to figure out what, why you were there and what you did. 
just like gesturing randomly and pointing at Liberty Prime. That's very smart, okay? <laughs> Peak intellect. <laughs> you are very smart, though. You keep this whole thing running. Oh. Do you do? I feel like I'm good at certain things, but the things I'm not good at, you're good at. Yeah. So it's like we complete each other. No, it absolutely is true that we complete each other like that, yeah. I think we need to take a second to appreciate that, like, you occasionally see these people who will say, okay, like, we have to revive the Bloodborne community and bring it back to how it was in 2015. And with the best will in the world, it's had mixed results. Mm. Because, frankly, I think, like, you can't take it back to 2015 because it's not 2015 anymore. Like, things are not static. The way people talk about it now is not the way it was talked about then and just trying to go back and being like, let's Lorecraft. Ooh, look, here's a reference to a thing. It doesn't work anymore. And if you had said, like, hi, I am Sin. I have, I think, 700 subscribers. Um, I've made, like, a video about the Garden of Eyes with some, like, stock plinky-plunk, like, piano music in the background. I'm going to revive the Bloodborne community. It's going to be, like, two or three videos a week on every single subject. JSF will be the co-host. We'll also have Redgrave, Akon, um, Vardy will be in it once. Um, also, like, the, you know, I want to be the guy that, like, really hard game from 2010. That guy who made that, he's also going to be in it. They're all going to be in it. We're going to have our own Discord. Um, everyone would have said, what the hell is wrong with you? There's no way that can possibly work. And yet here we are. Like... <laughs> I don't think you appreciate the degree to which you single-handedly have revived the Bloodborne community, but basically by transforming it into whatever the fuck this is. <laughs> Thank you, Reggie. No, I'm serious. Like, who else could have done this? Like, no, no one else is still making regular Bloodborne content, and we are, and it's actually, like, it's not just repeating the same thing over and over again. It's not just, here's the new timeline. It's like, we're finding out more and more, and we're getting more and more perspectives on it. And, like, like the people that we have on are not the sort... This is what I mean about, like, you can't take it back to 2015 again. Because the people that, like, obviously we have had Aegon and Redgrave on, and, like, other people, like, we've, like, um, Saint Riot and people like that who have, like, an established presence. But the people that we are having on more and more are not people who were being foregrounded in 2015. Mm-hmm. I don't mean that, like... Who cares about them? They're not popular. I mean, like, you you weren't going to get, like, Queens of Bloodborne in 2015. Queens of Bloodborne. Because it's, like, it's a niche thing based on, like, or, like, the one we did with Dahlia about crows and stuff, because that's such a niche point of view. Yeah. But, like, it's, it's more interesting than, like, let's argue about, I don't know, here's my 4,000-word dissertation on why the tree in the hunter's dream is actually German's leg. <laughs> I'm not making that up. 
Like that's like, and that's like, oh god, like who? Ah, thank you, Richie. Yeah, I'm really happy that this whole thing happened. Yeah, it's been like a really positive thing in my life. Yeah, hmm. you don't get to say that about a lot of like video game lore communities. Oh, it's positive. Damn shade. <laughs> but another thing that's been positive is that like. Uh, we met a lot of wonderful people. We this did, weekend. yeah. And, like, brought a lot of people back who I'm like, oh, it's a shame I'll never talk to them again. Oh, yeah, that's really no, cool. No, it's true, because, like, once I, like, abandoned um, my old channel, it got a bit like, oh, like, you know, I was, like, having a really good relationship with, like, a bunch of the people there. And it's like, I guess we're not really talking anymore because I'm not doing stuff anymore. But, um, Yeah. Yeah. So, Richie. Yes. Do you have any New Year resolutions for the Snack Covenant? What's happened over time is, like, there's a lot of channels out there that you get known for doing Souls content. And that if you step outside of the Souls content, people get angry. Mm. I feel like we sort of avoided that fate. In part because we're not popular, but, like... I think we're in a position where we, even if we weren't doing Souls content, people would probably still listen. We've done a lot of things that aren't necessarily anything to do with Souls, and people, generally speaking, haven't gotten mad and like started baying for our blood and demanding that that we start doing Souls content again. I mean, they ignore it, but they don't get angry. And, as a matter of fact, sometimes we get new people to join in because they love Reborn. Yeah. Yeah. I think another resolution we should have is to do more Reborn content next year. Well, as we know, we have a special guest who is lined up to do Reborn. So we have to secure her participation first. Which might take a couple more months. Oh, I thought you were talking about my sister. Well, she can come as well. Okay, cool. As long as I don't have to be there. Okay, that's fine. We are trying to make 2021 positive, so maybe it's better if you don't come to the Reborn episodes. Yeah, I think so. I think I'll I'll just like gradually step away from the channel. It'll be it'll be like when um when when Shemp died in the Three Stooges, and you'll just recreate me with stock footage. Where's Richie? Ah, there he is, and there's just, like, a still of me from behind. Uh-huh. And then you'll just go back to talking about Reborn. <laughs> yeah. I can put your catchphrases on the soundboard. My catchphrase of, and no! <laughs> Thank you, Richie. <laughs> so you still answer the question, Richie. Give me a concrete short summary of your resolution for the Snack Covenant. Um, I think what I've learned from doing the Snack Covenant as opposed to being Richard is that like people people will be will will like tune in and listen even when I'm not talking about souls games and i don't know i didn't feel like that before 
like I I know like I'm someone who made extremely long-winded verbose things but I don't as a general rule like the sound of my own voice I don't like talking for the sake of talking I know I do it a lot but I'm not doing it because I'm not doing it because I enjoy talking and I enjoy like explaining things to people because I think I'm smarter than them I'm doing it because it's almost neurotic because I feel so insecure that I feel like I have to keep talking. I have to keep justifying my position. I have to keep providing examples of why I feel a certain way or why I think a certain thing. Mm-hmm. But like, cause I just feel so perpetually like everything needs to be backed up. Everything needs to be explained. Everything needs to be like talked about in detail, because if there is the slightest gap in that, if there is the slightest chink in that armor, if there is the slightest little, like, you know, perforation in that, someone, and this is this is the end result from, like, being in, like, I'll just call, like, shitty communities for a long time, which I'm no longer a part of, someone will worm their way in there and just, like, go on and on and on and on and on about, you didn't say this, you didn't explain this, you didn't explain this. Mm-hmm. And I feel like what's happened now is, like, I don't really have to worry about those people because they've gone Mm -hmm. and I can actually just talk as me instead of as a series of like long winded explanations of why something has to be a certain way, even though I I know I still do that. I know I still talk and talk and talk, but I mean, it's, it is important. I think for me to realize that my talking, my talking was, um, was, yeah, it was, it was almost neurotic. Like, I need to keep defending my position. And I feel a lot more relaxed and a lot less like I need to keep defending my position now. And um, mm-hmm. I also feel like I can just talk about things. Like, the fact that we can just do episodes where we're talking and I don't feel like I have to explain everything. I don't feel like... I, yeah, yeah, like stuff like that. I just feel like a lot happier about that. And I feel like if we can, I mean, I say this now, I know the second Elden Ring comes out. I'm going to go back to that again because what will happen is like, I know for a fact, we'll be talking casually about Elden Ring and I'll mention like some, some sword or whatever. And then I'll get all this, Richard is wrong once again, because actually, So my resolution for myself is to be more secure in who I am and not feel the need to constantly defend everything I'm saying preemptively against imaginary Redditors who live in my head. And my resolution for the Snack Covenant is that I think I, I want to engage more because like I'm obviously I'm on the discord and I'm on the channel, but I don't actually say much. The community management is mostly down to you. And again, like that's the same issue. It's my like, you know, coming out of like finding, like being tagged in all these Reddit threads and just comment after comment after comment and people like, raking me over the coals because like I didn't adequately back up everything I said. And then when I do back it up, downvoting me because they're angry. Mm. Um, 
and that sort of led me to a situation where I didn't like participating in large communities. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think like now that like I have to keep in mind, like it's not 2015, 2016 anymore. I have a different, I'm doing different things with different people. So I need to be a bit more like active in, in the community. Oh, that's a very good resolution. Thank you, Richie. But I still feel like you're missing an element because you thought I was joking when I said we're giving a resolution for everyone in the community that they have to follow to next year. I was not joking. That's what we're doing, Richie. We're all a team. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) what is your resolution for every single person that has ever listened to us even for one second? I feel like I'm being tested now. And if I make a selfish resolution, like... (laughs) Oh, oh, okay, Richie, I'm going to make a resolution for you. How about that? Okay, you can make a resolution for me. Okay, so another thing that's uh, been a big part of my life, but I haven't been doing lately due Mm -hmm. to lack of time. Exercise? Yes! How did you know? Oh my god, you, you know me so well. You keep telling me that you want to exercise and you don't have time. Yeah. So how about another resolution for uh, our cultists is yeah. try to find some sort of activity. I guess it doesn't have to be exercise. It can be whatever, knitting, drawing, exercising that yeah. you like and like try to follow up on it and to do it next year. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a good one. What do you think? I think that's a good one, yeah. Richie, do the outro. That was Snack Covenant New Year's resolutions and um, Richie's therapy session. Don't know how much <laughs> of the therapy session's going to make it in. It's uh, 73 minutes long now, so subtract the current running time from 73, and that was me just like letting loose various people who've wronged me. <laughs> and thanks everyone for listening uh we hope you have an excellent year 2021 yeah Uh, lots of joy and love in your lives and thank y'all for all the support and all the positivity and all the love you brought to the yeah it's been really supportive yeah and we'll see y'all next year bye bye